microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Favorite days of the year. 59, our 59th podcast day? No. <laughs> Bracketologies today just came out. That's right. We'll probably wait to uh, discuss uh, the full scope of everything so we can. Uh, Hopefully the odds will be up by then. I got to do my research on seven foot guys. Um, your, your USA Today. Yeah, I need to do some. Uh, so, do you get timing. do you get your USA Today tomorrow? Do you go out? Do you still it's do that? It's online now. Oh, okay. I wait for it to come online. Then I bang out my draft or my my bracket, and there you go. But UNC Greensboro got a 13th seed. Good for them. Yeah. What do you? How do you feel about your bracket? I think Carolina. I started to fill it out. Bracket. I started to fill it out, and then I. I know that you'll look at it, so I had to hide it over here, and I stopped filling it out. Who cares if I look at it? Because you'll copy me. Why would I copy you? Because I... Then I won't win. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have my own bracket in order for me to win. <laughs> We're starting off great. <laughs> well, they're still fighting it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I did want to talk about... It's all my politics. I did want to talk about... We talked about this this week, but the challenge, even though we brought it up last week, just want to mention... We didn't bring it up. It was a subject. It was a subject. Yeah. But if we would have waited until today, we would have had a lot more firepower. That's true. Because this episode this week had had some stuff go on. We had some bullying... So these girls like start bullying this other girl. They throw her stuff off the porch or the balcony, and they throw her bed off the balcony, and basically. Well, like, then they, they yeah, then they took like her suitcase yeah. and threw it like all of her personal stuff. That's and they don't even up. like know what's in it. It could be some fragile stuff in there. You just toss it over. But the thing is, like then MTV cuts after like the whole incident cuts away and says bullying is not. The right thing to do, and if you know anyone that bullying, here's a hotline. They do all that thing, but then they come back and no one gets kicked out. They don't even get in trouble for it. Yeah, well, they got a strong talking to from TJ. Yeah, TJ's like, "Oh, really? That was some mean stuff." And then, uh, yeah, she's uh, Kayla. I think we've said this on the podcast before. She's a horrible human being. Yeah, I was just reading her Twitter feed. She retweeted some from Karen Maria. Well, she's also like, I've been 
right after the show, I went online, and she's been, like, fighting everybody. Oh, really? Like, all these people keep, like, you know, messaging her, telling her how a horrible person she is. And she keeps going, like, you think I care what you, a random person thinks of me and all this stuff? And that's, like, her whole big battle she's having now, because everyone thinks she's, like, this horrible person. Well, we always kind of thought she was a horrible person. <laughs> she is. And then her, her partner in crime, Jemmy. She just wants to be uh, loved. She wants to be part of a group. Anyway. Um, it's been raining here, though. Yeah. So that's all you want to talk about with the challenge? I just wanted to bring it up. Okay. Um, it's been raining here. Yeah, my allergies are, are deadly in the rain. I don't know about yours. You would think that that would take away the allergies. I don't know. Because it, it washes me. away all this stuff. Um, I don't have allergies. Oh, good. That's like one thing you don't have. No. Here's, here, I'm just going to say this right now. I never get sick. Yeah, it's true. You don't, well, yeah, you don't get sick. You're right. I don't get sick. When you do get sick, you're, you get really sick. I never get sick. Well, like if you drink too much. That's more, that's more like, but like, like I'm doing harm. That is, well, that is interesting. You don't get sick. That's it. Mm-hmm. No, I've never. I don't really have sickness. Sometimes I may use the uh, sickness as a way to not go out or deal with people. I'm not feeling too good, but it's mostly untrue. Okay. So now you know. Um, now you know if I ever say that, then I'm probably just not wanting to go out. <laughs> <laughs> The secret's out. Um, you have any notes? I got a couple notes. No. That was it. So my first note is I, I wanted to bring up the fact that I watched Jumanji. <laughs> and I know that you're going to fight it. But I thought it was really funny. I thought Jack Black was awesome. Um, one of his funniest performances. These are these are some of the um, least surprising statements ever made. <laughs> but keep going. Uh, my... Okay, so my main note, have you heard about Russell Crowe's divorce? No. All right, so Russell Crowe just finalized his divorce. And uh, he owes his wife, or ex-wife, $20 million, plus a mansion that's worth $11 million. And so he's decided to partner with Sotheby's and sell all of his shit. So, they have this, the front cover, it's called The Art of Divorce. The front cover of the Sotheby's is him with a... With a Glass of whiskey? Yeah. He's got a... Like a with Manhattan, an old-fashioned. An old-fashioned. And he's just selling, like, a lot of stuff. And I went through these. And I'll tell you, the best things that he's got are some <laughs> cool shit. So, he's selling his jersey from Mystery Alaska. How much is that going for? Uh, $1,000 to $2,000. That's hey, that's affordable. That is affordable. So he's got a lot of movie memorabilia, obviously. Um, Gladiator, like the thing he wore in Gladiator, like the metal thing. That's twenty to thirty thousand. Oh wow! Um, this, this is the shittiest one. This crew pass for two hundred bucks. A crew pass for Gal- Gladiator that people have to wear to, to, you know, I don't know. But he's got this chariot. This fully functioning Roman chariot, if you want it. <laughs> Five thousand to ten thousand dollars is where it's gonna start. 
Um, he's got boxing stuff um, from the movie The Cinderella Man. But one of the things that I like, well, first of all, he's got dinosaur bones. All right, he's got like this skull of a mosasaur, whatever that is. But it's my nephews could tell you it's going for thirty five thousand to forty thousand dollars. Okay. The other cool thing is, I guess he's a Johnny Cash fan. He bur- he bought a bunch of Johnny Cash stuff because he's got like gold records. Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire, his Folsom Prison, his San Quentin, all those gold records. They're all going for seven thousand, starting at seven grand. And he bought a Grammy. He bought a Grammy. Well, he ha- he has a Grammy for Johnny Cash, nineteen six. He's got some cars. Wait, on. He's, he's selling a two thousand one Mercedes. <laughs> he's got a car on here. Wait, what is he selling the two thousand one Mercedes for? 15,000. 15, 15 to 25. Is that like in Seinfeld with John Voight's car? Like, it ups, it ups the value? That's weird. Um, the other cool thing um, that he has is this, like, bench. I don't know where anyone would put this thing. This thing is massive. I'm trying to find it. It's like a this, this bench. Maritime-themed iron hall settle. It's this huge thing. It's twenty to 30,000. Um, and then he's got a bunch of watches and basically all their jewelry. He's just trying to recoup costs, and I guess he's splitting it with his wife. Um, so, good for you, Russell Crowe. I guess you don't need that stuff, right? He'd rather have the cash that he lost in the divorce. <laughs> Some of it back. I can't believe he went through that whole site. There's right? a lot of stuff there. There's like 200 and something items. He's got like 30 watches here and uh all these prices are like inflated obviously because it's his stuff um he's got chair backs from uh, american gangster would you pay 400 dollars for a russell crowe chair back no i don't really like russell crowe that much i don't think well, he... He, he also has a chair back for denzel washington <laughs> why does he have denzel washington's chair back He's Ridley Scott still. Why does he have those? Does he walk around sets and just, just steal all the stuff? Just them all. He's just like, I'll take it. He has like, uh, he's got some stuff. All right. So that's all that. We'll see. We'll try to come back. I think the it's April seventh is the uh, is the actual date, and we'll see how much he got for everything. I guess that's his wife's birthday. It's April seventh. Oh. It's the actor's birthday and his wedding anniversary is April 7th. So they're doing it on April 7th. <laughs> Doesn't sound, he sounds like a real pleasant guy. <laughs> He's so pissed. Um, so that's all I got. Um, so what are we talking about today? Uh, so today we were going to go over the Oscars. It's hard okay. to believe it's only been like a week since that happened. I know. Um, we're going to go over the tournament. And we're going to do some food segments. Oh, shit. i got to get that ready. We'll, we'll pause it when we get there. You you guys know he's going to pause it when we get there. <laughs> I forgot about that. that was, i got to get it ready. i got to say that was very uh, genuine. <laughs> we'll have to pause and come back once. i got to get that set up. Great. We're eating some jerky. Um, so what are your thoughts on the Oscars? All right. So let's go back to the Oscars. Uh, this chalk 
you know? Um, everyone who was supposed to win won. I still can't believe uh, that uh, Lady in the Water won. Um, yeah, Shape of the Water. Uh, Shape of the Water. I'm fine with it. Whatever. But it's not a it's not a best picture movie. But like every no, time I, I think every time I think I care about these things, I realize like I don't. You know? Yeah. Like I could get I get can get caught up in the outrage of things, and it's like why? Like who cares? Um. um so yeah, I went back. I should have had this uh, set up here, but I went back and uh, looked at all the best picture winners of like the more recent times. And I'm not impressed. So here you go. You got Shape of Water, Moonlight, uh, Spotlight, I guess it was all right. Birdman, all right. 12 Years of Slave. Do you even remember that winning? I don't even remember that winning. That was like the one year that there was just like nothing. What? 12 Years of Slave? I don't remember that. Well, Gravity. Gravity. It was, yeah. it was, it was between those two. Wolf of Wall Street. That was probably the best movie that year. Yeah. And Argo, artist, King's Speech was really good. So I would say, like, the last few Best Picture winners, like, are just not going to be remembered. Like, is anyone going to really remember Moonlight, Shape of... People remember Moonlight just because of what happened. Right. Okay, and also because it's, if it just, well, it's also a small art film about gay black men. It's like it's a kind of a big, yeah, you know, that's that that's a big uh, deal. But um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like when you look back, okay, so let's look back at you're talking about 2010 with the King's Speech. Like the movie that you remember the most from that year is probably what Social Network, Inception, Inception. Yeah, those are the movies that like defined that year. Black Swan. That's right, Black Swan. Yeah. Um, the King's Speech, you know, is fine, but... Uh, I like the King's Speech. The the year the artist won, the next year, I mean, nothing there is really... How did it... Extremely loud and... Incredible. I've never seen that. How did that get uh, nominated? Yeah, nothing on here. Tree of Life, I mean, that should not be nominated. <laughs> did you see Tree of Life? No, I've never seen it. Have you ever seen a Terrence Malick movie? I have seen Terrence Malick movies, but I choose not to. Uh, anyway, I see what but you're anyway, saying. So there's been not... The past few years, there hasn't been a movie that's one. We have or all have our own movies right. that we love and that we remember. But then it's one best picture that will be memorable in the future. Like you're... You, you, what? I don't think people are going to remember these movies. Oh, Okay. Like, nothing really stands out. I don't know. How far do you have to go back to one that really stands out? Departed. Or... No Country. And Slumdog. Yeah, Slumdog was... Well, the No Country, I still don't think it was the best movie that year. I don't care. I think There Will Be Blood was... There Will Be Blood is... I heard the argument that's the best movie since, you know, of the 21st century. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Just basically, we're just saying Shape of Water should not have won. <laughs> or that that's, that's not what you're saying. What you're saying is it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, there wasn't. It wasn't 
a great year for movies, although we liked a lot of stuff. No, I thought it was a really good year for movies. I thought Three Billboards should have won Best Screenplay. But I liked that Jordan Peele won. Um, if it wasn't Three Billboards, it should have been Get Out. I just hope Jordan Peele doesn't get a... To, uh, this doesn't put him to a level that he should basically start off slow. Make another smaller movie. He doesn't need to be like John Favreau and start making two hundred million dollar movies. Um, what do you, all right, so let's get through the telecast. Uh, how bad were all the songs? That song for Coco should never have won. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you've seen um, from all the buzz that the Greatest Showman got and like how it has grown, or you know, it's like the biggest like rise of a movie since Titanic and length of stay. What does that mean? Basically it's the first weekend it made eight million dollars. Okay. And it's stayed through word of mouth and now it's made like two hundred million dollars. The greatest showman? Yeah. I, you're the only person I know that's seen it. Apparently not, because there's a lot of people no, no, that have no. seen it. I just said that you're the you only know. person that I know who's seen it. I'm just gonna look up where it's at now, but it's uh, doing pretty well. Um, what did you think of the telecast? I thought it was boring. Yeah. Um, pretty uneventful. Yeah, I think like they kind of... I think um, Jimmy was really good, but uh, of like deflating some of the stuff from the very beginning. Because I don't think anyone really knew how it was going to go. Right. If it was going to be all political. And I think they did a good job managing the political stuff and non-political stuff. Um, I lost my bet of someone cursing. (laughs) (laughs) I made a bet that one of the winners would curse and uh, it would get bleeped during their speech. Did not win that. Um... I like the bit about the snow, the jet ski. Yep. thought that was funny. And I thought that one of the short film people should have just been like, thanks, and like ran off. Well, one of the short film people is Kobe Bryant, so we knew that wasn't going to be the guy to right. do it. I, I know you're very upset about the Kobe Bryant award. Well, I'm not upset. I just don't. It was, it was terrible. Like, it's not even, like, a good... I didn't see the whole thing. I just saw part of it. I was like, I have no interest in watching the rest of it. Well, he went out and got, like... John Williams to do the music. John Williams to music, and then, like, the best animators money could buy to do the short. Um, Just loading loading the deck before it's even done. And also, like, some of these Academy members, like, never see these movies. They're, They're supposed to. But then they just, like, go through and, like, oh... Kobe Bryant. And they like check Kobe Bryant, you know? Just because they don't know the other ones. So they might as well go with someone they know who it is. Yeah. Um, I think the, you know, how we've just, award shows have become a lot more uh, like in the, in, in, in the public eye over the last couple of years. So we've just seen it all enough times. We've been through enough of all the political shit that like, by the time we got to this, everyone was just like, let's just get through this, you know? 
What did you think of the bit where they went over to the uh, to the screener? Screening. So here, when they went over to the screening, I I was uh, underwhelmed. And this is something that's interesting, and I, I was underwhelmed at the talent that went over there. And now I know they're all the upcoming actors and stars, but like, it's not the same as last year when it was like Denzel. Now it's Ansel Egort. You know, I thought it was funny to see Guillermo del Toro holding a six foot sub, but. Like, it's not the same, you know? It wasn't the same level of celebrity. So people, like... And it seems like the people in the theater, like, knew something was coming. Like, they were, like, ready to, you know... Uh, I don't know about that. Okay. Well, I thought they kind of jumped into... Like, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, this huge, like, bright light starts walking into the... Because it's the camera, the lights. I like when Mark Hamill introduced himself to Gal Gadot. Yeah. I still don't know how to pronounce her name. Everyone keeps saying it differently. But either way, I'm going to say that that wasn't that didn't work as well. No. Um, I did like that. Uh, I saw um, a behind the scenes version of that that takes it all the way through the commercial, and Gal Gadot and uh, um, Margot Robbie. Like looked at each other and like were so happy that they got out of that theater for a little bit. That's why like Margot Robbie like ran over because she was like, "I got to get out of here for a little bit." Oh, really? Because she was sitting in there for so long. Um. So I don't know. I thought that was it definitely missed the mark. It wasn't as funny as last year's bit. That's for right. Sure. Um. <clears throat> what else? Uh, I thought the Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph thing was awesome. She's all over the place now. I know. Well, is she, she like should be. Star now? She's she's kind of a big deal. She is a big deal. Um, and then my favorite story of all the Oscars, though, is the guy that stole Francis McDormand's Oscar. <laughs> yeah. So he was in jail for like three days because of that, three or four days. And I guess technically the Oscars own the statues. So even though she said she wasn't interested in pressing charges, it's not hers. It's hers on loan. This way, this is why no one can and sell it was their Oscar. Like, it's worth a lot, so he got grand larceny. Yeah, he got like, and like, here's the thing: I kind of like, I don't feel bad for that guy because, like, you're the idiot who went and did that. Like, you had a ticket to like the government. He had ball. to know that he was going to get in trouble. Well, I could see getting sent to like if we're sitting here and this microphone is an Oscar, I could see us picking it up, you know, like whatever, and fucking around. Like, I think we wouldn't, but I can see the scenario where if there's a group of us, somebody who does that, you know? Definitely take a selfie with it. Yeah, and, and like, like, starts talking to people. Next thing you know, people are coming over and talking to you because you have one, and it goes too far. Now, I don't know what his story is. He's an interesting guy. I, like, did, I like, like looked him up. He's, like, he's a weird guy. Um, but he gets to go to a lot of these, like shows and premieres from what I can tell from his social media um so he should probably know better you know so uh I don't know like part of me feels bad because it's like oh if I was in that situation I'm sure someone else, some idiot I'm friends with would do something yeah but at the same time you know you don't you, regular people can't ruin it for the rest of us who like would like to be there or something you know I was working with a guy who uh won an Oscar last year uh-huh. and uh, 
he said that if you have an Oscar, you can pretty much just take it to any party and go. That's what I've heard, and, yeah. And then, like, he, he said, do you want to borrow it? Do you want to take it with you on, like, Sunday night? Or he's like, I'll lend it to you. And I'm like, that's, that would be awesome, but I don't really want the responsibility of holding that thing. No, it's not just that, but also, like, do you really want, like, what are the conversations you're going to have? You have to, like, watching this guy, watching the video of him, he was I won an Oscar last year, yeah, as you could tell. He was putting on this whole fake thing that he had won, you know. I mean, that's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, if you're really just trying to talk to people, like, what people do you, like, do you want to make any kind of connection with anybody, or do you just want to be cool for, like, ten yeah. seconds? That's the problem. So, um, anyway, that, I thought that was my favorite story of the whole thing. I love when they were doing the original song of Coco, and they kept... Like, cutting back to Guillermo from uh, Jimmy Kimmel show. He was sitting in the audience. I didn't notice that. <laughs> that was funny. Um, Roger Jenkins finally won uh, his Oscar. Yeah. After, like, 14 times being nominated. That was great. Um, and everything else you said was struck. It was. Yeah. Uh, Everybody, did- all the favorites won. If you're a cousin South stat, like if if you're a plus whatever, if you're over ten thousand or over a hundred to one favorite or one to one hundred favorite, like in the last ten years, it's like thirty six an hour or something. So you have to put down so much money. Well, no, but what he does is he parlays all the favorites. Like I, our site, my site wouldn't let us do that because I wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, well, he said that it, you have to know somebody that can do it. For okay. You. <laughs> he's, he's on Bovada too because he's got his own like page and stuff but he's like I know the guys at Bovada they let me do it um, so yeah other than that I don't know it was, it was everybody that was yeah. supposed to win won right um, you know, I, I won uh, I bet Shape of Water as we talked about last week because mm-hmm. it, it was getting plus 140 right but I lost my uh, screenplay bet. Would you have screenplay? Three dollars. That's right. Um, you know what we didn't talk about in our notes section was you were going to talk about ESPN. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I so want, I wanted to see how you felt. Are you going to miss Sports Center at six? So I was having this conversation last night. Um, SC six? No, I hated SC six. I really it made me. Not watch. I want to talk to someone who liked SC6. And the thing is, is so the text conversation I had, I had a friend send me the article last night, and he goes, I hate those two. And I say that 100% not about any race thing, like, they're just not good at it. And I totally agree. I've always thought that. And you're never really, you know, because it's a sensitive thing and because there's a lot of political issues that have been brought up with that duo... But it's more like, I don't like the goofy nature of it. Like, it's not, they're just like freewheeling, you know, he's wearing sneak, like, just, I don't know. I don't, for some See, reason, I, I don't, don't I don't really like the, the wardrobe that goes on there. I don't know. I just don't like that, looking at it. That doesn't bother me, but, but he, his delivery always bothered yeah. me. Like, he just. So it's Michael Smith. I don't know. Right. Michael Smith and Jamil Hill. Um, well, Jamil Hill was out. Because she made a bunch of Obama, uh, Trump. Uh, well, she, right. 
Yeah, to she the capture of ESPN, she went right. She went to a different show that had to do with political issues. What show was she on? Something that, I, I think it has something to do with um, the other network that they bought. The um, I forget what it's called. Jason Whitlock started it with them. This is going to be horrible uh, podcast material because I can't remember it. Uh, the Undefeated, it was called. So, And then Michael Smith just like followed suit uh, a couple months later because it wasn't the same. Right. But uh, but uh, what happened to Sports Center that it became so like we were just watching before and it's like the Scott Van Pelt Sports Center and it's like why is it all branded around yeah. people like the thing I like Scott Van Pelt that's fine you can but like yeah him I don't want. like that it says Scott Van Pelt's hour or whatever it's you know like uh, I don't know I, I I really liked you know I loved my fa- my favorite of all time was Kilborn. But, like, you know, the Patrick and Olbermann, and you used to look forward to watching that. I don't really watch ESPN anymore, to be honest. Like, What does Craig Kilmore do now? I don't know. But I don't, I, do you watch ESPN a lot? Like, I don't watch SportsCenter anymore. It's because everything's online right. and all the shit you want to see. You, you have it on your phone. You gotta, so you don't even, like, watch it anymore because you see all the highlights. If there's an awesome highlight, someone tweets it out a million times and you get to see it on your phone or whatever. Right, and plus, if you're following specific things, you're only you're always checking your stuff anyway. You don't sit around and wait for highlights. Um, but all right, so we got a little off track. Yeah, no, we I went know. Back to notes. I want to go back to that. Okay, but yeah. So I mean, we were done with the Oscars. What uh, what was next? We're gonna do the tournament, or we're gonna. What do you want to say about the tournament? Well, we. I mean, I'm just so excited about what. What do you? How do you think things lined up? Well, I definitely think uh, Carolina's got the easiest bracket. You think more so than Villanova? Hmm. Because that's giving Carolina a lot of credit. They're so, not even so yeah, the ones. Villanova's seed. got a pretty easy bracket too. Um, I don't think um, Florida, as some people said on the broadcast, they're going to get upset. I think they're going to be a tough. To uh, take down, um, I don't know. I, I really, you know, haven't. Obviously, we haven't had too much time to look at it. But yes, I think the hardest bracket is definitely uh, Kansas. Kansas and Duke, right? Kansas and Duke have a lot of good teams in that bracket. Yep, I agree. You know, they love setting up that Trey Young versus Duke. You know, like you know, Oklahoma should never have been in. This I agree. Time. But you know that they, once they were, that they're going to love putting that well, together. guess what? You don't have Oklahoma winning. I don't have Oklahoma winning. <laughs> but we're not going to, we don't want to go too far into our picks. Yeah. I just, I'm just I saying. Haven't, I haven't done my picks yet. Like, I know. But I'm just like, overall, uh, like, what, like, how many, how many brackets do you usually, do you usually do? I usually do one. Okay. And how many different people's pools are you usually in? I usually do a bracket pool and then this suicide pool. So suicide pool is a fun thing. That's where you have to pick a team each day um, to win, and you get points based on what seed they are. Um, I've always entered two different um, bracket pools. Um, this year I may just enter one and have two entries, because one with Carolina winning and one without. The problem is half the people are from North Carolina, so they all pick North Carolina. So yeah. even if I win, it's like, you know, really win. 
For those of you who don't know, Scott picks Carolina every year <laughs> as the winner. Not every year. There's like two different years. They well, one year they didn't make it, and then uh, well, one they're in. Well, but they're usually always in. <laughs> um, I have to go back. I'd actually like to go back and look at like where I pick them every year. I think there's. I, I literally think there's one. Year, I know at least one year I didn't pick them when they were in it. And then there was there was one year when Guthridge was coached that they didn't they didn't make it you so bad. <laughs> or, or maybe it was Darty when Darty took over Guthridge, but it was somewhere in there. Um, but it was a fun week of, of college basketball this week, you know, like all the tournaments. It's becoming very convenient. I used to be, you know, college basketball is kind of a niche sport. You know, not everybody loves it out out here, especially. It's not a very popular sport. It seems to be more popular back. On the East well, Coast. Once it gets towards here, towards this time, people start paying attention. Yeah. But, like, this last week where we were going out watching, like, the ACC tournament, and, like, I still think most people don't care yet. Right. You know? Um, also, California is not a real, to me, sports-driven, like, Los Angeles or whatever. Not really sports-driven in terms of ba- college basketball. Right. Um, so I mean, not everyone goes out and like roots on friggin' USC basketball. Um, who didn't make it, which yeah is a little weird. Um, you know, if you're playing in the Pac-12 championship and you're one of the best three or four teams, you'd think you made. You know, Oregon didn't make it either, did they? Nope. Pac-12 did not do well. Nope. I guess their competition in their own division or conference uh, wasn't very good. Yeah, I mean... So it wasn't weighed very well. Um, but, anyway, uh, I guess that was all I really had to talk about. The we'll, we'll get into that before the... We're going to have an episode before the tournament starts. Yeah, I think we're going to do one on uh, Wednesday and uh, go through all our picks. Great. All right, so should we get into our food portions? Sure, you want to talk about uh, last night? Yeah, so last night we went... To, California uh, Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> we went. We okay. So we went to Italy last night, which is spelled E A T A L Y. It's Italy, but with eat, and it's a giant two-story market slash restaurant um, place of of Italian imported food and and hand fresh like fresh made like bread, pasta, pizza, the you know cheese. Um, but because North Carolina was playing in the championship, we had to go to the only place that had TVs that was next door, and that was the California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> and that was, uh, and everyone was ordering pizzas, and I was just like, well, why don't you go over to Italy and order a pizza? <laughs> and then we found out why, because we went over there, and it was a... It's a mad. Yeah, it was a long line. Yeah, but still... There was a wait at, at the California Pizza Kitchen. There probably doesn't need to be a wait there when you're next door to a place full of... No. Um, especially if... Hey, you want to get some Italian? Sure. Uh, where do you want to go? Uh, there's Italy, California Pizza... California Pizza. <laughs> so, Their menu, by the way. California Pizza Kitchen's menu is just all over the Yeah, place. really, right. We had dumplings. Like Asian <laughs> dumplings. They have like chips and guac. So that, we're ordering chips and guac, and then... Uh, so the best story is there's a, a, a woman who sits down at the bar near us, and 
and she orders some by herself, and she orders some food, and when it comes out, we both get caught totally staring at it because it looked really good. What was it? It was like some spring roll that had chicken, bacon, and avocado on it. Yeah. And so she totally catches us, and she goes, you guys want to try some? And we're like, nah, <sighs> nah, we're good. You know, like, just leave us, you know. Sure enough, she sends over a plate, and we, like, chomp away at that thing. It was good. And then we were like, didn't know what to do. We were yeah. Like, should we buy her? We should, yeah, we should probably buy her something. <laughs> but we're like, you know, you're dealing with two idiots. Like, we don't, we don't want to be seen. Yeah, we want to just, like, tell the woman, hey. Give her a glass of wine, but do it when we're on our way to Italy. Right. <laughs> of course, it couldn't have played out any words for us. And then we had to do the whole awkward exchange. Like, jackasses sitting there. You're yeah. Welcome. We're both like bright red, like, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no problem. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, you yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> All I wanted to do was like have it happen when we weren't there. But, right. But we were saying we felt pretty cool because we did, you know. It felt cool for a little bit. Um, all right, so Italy. What you, you, we? I guess we really haven't discussed. We didn't really get to delve into everything because there were such long lines. I would like to go there like during the week, but uh, I'm interested. There's a lot of like good stuff there. They got like a whole fish. Delicious. It smelled delicious. I walked around. Fish restaurant, a pizza restaurant, and a pasta restaurant. They have to wait online. There's only like. What would you say? Twenty tables there? No, no, it was, it was more than you thought. It was spread out because um, it, it, it was but cloak covered. Like even when we did the walk around, there's a whole other room there because it was moving pretty fast. Okay, but I do. I'm with you. I wish we could have tried the pasta. We didn't try the pasta. He, he got you got the pizza. Yeah, I didn't really like my pizza. The thing is, like we were, they only had a few spots where it didn't have lines, and so we we're just like. We were kind of hungry. Well, there's only one gonna... real line. Right. There's only one real line. But we didn't want to stand on that line. So I would have stood in that line. I got a glass of wine. I would have stood in the line. Well, I didn't know that. Well, we didn't you really. You did not tell me that you would want to stand in the line. You don't seem like a stand in line type of guy. <laughs> I guess at that point, we've already spent two and a half hours together standing in line. Yeah. Uh, it could be seen as one of two ways. Like, well... We did this much together. We already Might talked well. everything that we were going to talk or, about. Yeah, or I think this has played out. Um, We've spent the first two hours saying everything we need to say to each other. What do we do now yeah, for the true. next hour and a half? Um, shopping. What did? What, what was your take on shopping? Uh, so right I spent there? a lot. To, so we ended up going, all right, you know, we're just going to take some stuff home. Yeah. So I went around and shopped, got some... Uh, some good stuff, some salami. I haven't eaten anything. You said you I broke. tried the salami. It wasn't it wasn't as impressed as I thought. Did you try the desserts? I did. I ate the desserts. They're like buttery. They're so good. I uh, see. I'm not. I they're a little rich for me. Um. But yeah, so we went around, spent way too much money. I, I spent way too much money. You did pretty well. But I got like special olive oils and stuff that like are infused with stuff. He gets everything with spicy in it. <laughs> Yeah, I got some spicy stuff. I got uh, some fresh-made pasta that I'm probably going to make tonight. Nice. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, ended up spending like 120 bucks. Um, so, well, to describe Italina, it, it, it was, I think, open first in New York. It's gone to like a couple cities, and it just opened here a couple months ago. You walk in, first thing you have is like the dessert bar right when you walk and in. coffee. And coffee. 
Um, and the dessert bar is like cannolis, and then there's like a gelato station, all that stuff. And you walk up this long... We were talking about well, dessert first. Yeah. Well, we sat down, and the, the couple next to us ordered their dessert first. It was fascinating. They <laughs> ate their dessert first. And, and then, then they, they had... Pizza. Pizza, and then they ate the rest of their dessert. And I'm not a... I would do a dessert first, actually. I, I wouldn't do dessert first. Um, but I'm not a big sweets person, so... Um, you know, like I have to really want it to get dessert at the end. Um, so then you go up the winding staircase and you walk in and they have all these different stations and that's where we got, you know, we, we bought some handmade pasta. Yeah. There's uh, a station that has, there's like a real market that has like random fruits and vegetables, right? which is weird. Like we don't need that here. <laughs> um, and then they had a station that had like a butcher shop. Uh, fish like area where they had like octopus which I was like I might want to buy this this is like insane <laughs> um, then they have uh, cheese they have a fresh pasta, pasta guy they had the fresh mozzarella place which I forgot about and I wanted to get some on my way out um, all delicious stuff basically yeah, it's- and uh Scott ended up getting like a nice prime rib sandwich. Yeah, I'm just didn't really fit with the uh, Italy. Well, it's, yeah, I don't know. It has to do with the oil. I think that they yeah. put like the oil and salt and pepper. Um, why? There's meats. Yeah, meats are normal. Italy. We're in Italy. You either have pasta, pizza. Uh, no. You, you're. What was the difference between my my sandwich and your pizza? I didn't really like mine. I just, just was like, all right, I guess I'm going to get this. The only difference is yours had sauce. Other than that, you had meat and bread. I had meat and bread. All right. Add some sauce on it. <laughs> Very little sauce. Um, but I do wish that we tried more stuff before we came on and talked about it. Yeah. Um, I, I wish think... you, you drank your olive oil. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> through some stuff this week. Uh, so yeah, but that was a cool, cool place. It was a good experience. I really don't, I really want to go when it's, uh. Not as crowded, obviously. Yeah, Saturday night probably like a well. I, I guess with it was raining. It's been raining. Everyone was so. dressed up. Yeah, like uh, the wine was really good. They good. They good had wine. a huge wine section. Yes, and then they also had a woman like standing there, just like giving samples of all the wines. Which well, that yeah, and then they had a bar right in like another section. It was kind of big. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um. But the problem is the Westfield, it's at the Westfield and now nothing, none of the other restaurants are open there anymore. Yeah. So you have to watch, you have to watch basketball at California Pizza Kitchen. And then we uh, got our tickets and we like purchased our uh, parking, parking ticket. And then we get to the front and uh, it's open. And I didn't even That notice. was the worst. It was $8 yeah. to like pay for your parking ticket. Cause you know, most, most places in, uh. Los Angeles, or it's actually all over. Should you should pay first before you go out because it speeds up the process. And uh, so we paid first, well, like we normally do. We get it, get out. Fucking thing is up. <laughs> and we had to like just waste eight bucks. I, I didn't even notice that it was up. I was trying to put my ticket in. I just didn't look ahead, and I finally had to call the attendant. And he's like, "The gate's up, sir." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> these people are backed up behind me." 
That's funny that you didn't notice those up. Yeah. Well, that's where that's the world I live in. Um, Do you have anything about? No, I think that that's a good summary. So that's our trip to Italy. Yeah. Now we're gonna pause, and we're gonna get the uh, jerky. All right. So when I was in Charleston, I found this jerky place and uh, got a couple brought back. And you got this will make great radio. This is going to be great radio, like the soda. So uh, I got two types. We're going to try, try them, and then I'll let you know what they are. Oh, first of all, are you a big jerky fan? I like some jerky. I'm not a big fan. Like, I don't dislike it. I like it. But I don't, I, you know. If I get when up, I was my... working in Shreveport... Um, they don't have Bank of America there. So every Saturday I had to get up early in the morning and drive to Texas to cash my check, deposit my check. And, uh, on the way there was this shop that was like in the middle of nowhere. I forgot how I found it. It was this like little shed basically. And you walk in there and they've got this huge amount of jerky and like every drive I would stop there and like bring shit back it's so delicious um so that's really where I started eating it um see if I I like jerky if I was gonna be completely honest I like Slim Jims probably the most yeah I don't (laughs) think that's real jerky (laughs) my friend Nick made jerky that was really good that's probably my second favorite so that's where my experience lies all right, so let's start with this guy. Well, well you explain us what, what we were trying here. I don't really want to tell you what it is till we till we eat it. Oh, we're gonna eat it. Oh, we're... now I'm nervous. I thought this was just some normal stuff. It is normal stuff. I don't really like most things, so this is a little okay. Well, we're gonna have to dive in. Oh, it's sticky. It's got stuff on it. It's teriyaki. Yeah. This right here, kangaroo. Is it really? Kangaroo jerky. I'm really upset that kangaroo in my mouth right now. What? I don't know. <laughs> you don't like the kangaroos? No, I'm definitely not eating the second one now. Kangaroo's just beef. Or the next one's just beef. Oh, okay. Alright. So, what do you think of your kangaroo jerky? It's good. It's a little tough. Now, sure. now, it's, now it's just getting harder now that you bring that up. You're still chewing it? No. I'm good. Right. I'm, I didn't like it. But I didn't like it Did that you like much. It because no, I, I didn't it like was... it that much before it was kangaroo. It's too sweet. Teriyaki. Yeah, I understand what it is. I'm just telling you, that's too sweet. Alright, so this is just plain beef jerky. Okay. You keep taking the smaller pieces. I don't... 
Oh my god. Hey, how come you got yourself a water? I said we should get some water. No, he says I gotta get some water. This is Carolina Reaper. Jerky. So hot. That is actually really good. What? It's really spicy. What is that called? It's Carolina Reaper. Reaper pepper. Jerky. Holy shit. I don't even know. Oh. That is hot. That is hot. That's going to stay with us. All right. That's it? That's it. That's all you get. You have something else to eat here? I wish I bought some bread. <laughs> I forgot that, too. Um, yeah. I got some stuff. Those are, those are both awful. I don't know. I kind of like it. No, good luck. I'm going to eat the uh, carrot and roll jerky. It's going to be awesome. Well, would you eat? Well, we just. Oh, would you eat that? It is just not going away. Would you eat that like regularly? Would you sit around and just? Oh, like the tongue is like swelling. Like eat that regularly? Not that hot. But I would eat the regular beef jerky with a, a little bit of kick. Whew. Yeah, it's a, my tongue is tingling. Yeah, I'm trying to balance water on my tongue in between here. All right. Well, I guess we'll, uh, hopefully we'll survive and get to come back on uh, Wednesday and give our picks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exciting stuff. Shorten episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Later.